happy new year, but also I don't want to force it upon anyone. So yes, it is 2020. It's the new year. It's the new decade. But you know what? It's the same me and it's just a new year. And what I mean by that is quite often when the new year rolls around, we hear the phrase, new year, new me. And the mindset behind that might be productive in a way where you set these goals, you set these resolutions, and you want to accomplish them in this set year. But in all honesty, we're still the same person and it's okay that we're growing. It's okay that we still have so much to learn and experience. And I think that is the beauty of life. And that's something that I'm still trying to learn, that I'm reminding myself every day that, oh, this is why you should stay alive because you have so many things to experience still. And right now, this moment will pass. It might not be the greatest moment, but it's in the passing and eventually it will all be in the past. Transitions very well into January's monthly theme, which is using your intentional intuition. So the phrase intentional intuition is this month's theme. And the reason why I decided to clash those two words together is because I'll admit I saw the word intention kind of like everywhere on social media accounts, on YouTube which falls under the branch of social media, but I just saw this word everywhere and it kind of made me got like got me thinking. And then I saw Umi's video on the new moon rising and her reading tarot cards and it just got me in this very spiritual mood and she used the word intuition. And I thought that is so beautiful like using your intentional intuition. Like what if those two worlds came together? How can we see this universe in that kind of lens? And so that is why I wanted to make that this month's theme. And hopefully we can kind of carry that out throughout the year. At least for me, that is what I'm working on. So, intention. Of course, this word can be viewed in a very different light depending on how you're raised or how you learned a certain language. But I guess my version or my definition of intention is action and this doesn't have to be physical for example it doesn't mean you have to be actively doing a kind of work it can be emotional mental spiritual and this kind of relates to intuition but for now in this stage in my mind intention means action and i have a bullet journal kind of edgy like that and in my january monthly intention i wrote down be present. That was the first thing I could think of for a minute. I was like, mm, intentions, I don't know. But I realized that is something that I have been trying to just work on is being more present. So this relates to not only physical, it relates to 
my mental state and my emotional state and how this relates is because definitely I see in this generation, generation Z, the Zoomers, we have social media. We grew up learning about technology and now we're using technology in our school settings and in the workforce and social media has become this I have to admit it is quite efficient in ways to attract information but we're bombarded with so much information that it gets hard to handle it all at once especially seeing stigmatizing headlines because they're dramatized for a reason because they want to pull you in they want you to get into this kind of spiral because they need the moolah, they need the money, or my, my best friend says moolah, I don't even know if that's a word, and if it is, I'm sorry for being very uneducated right now, but I just said the moolah, but they just want the money. I'm just throwing out some very popular but polarizing news sources out there, like CNN, Fox News, that's probably what they're doing because they want more money, they want to broadcast, they want to attract you, depending on how you were raised, they want to get the more liberal people, they want to get the Democrats, they want to get the Republicans, and so social media does that to us, and it follows this trend where it suddenly desensitizes a whole generation. When we hear about very traumatizing events that are happening in our lives, and we can't even process it, we can't even grieve because we've been so conditioned, we've been so exposed to such sensitive material. My life and social media, I'm trying to separate those two. And that also follows into anxiety because a lot of our generation, a lot of the people in our generation have anxiety. That is why I try my best to be present on my activism calls, when I'm doing my advocacy work, when I'm in school, when I'm listening to lectures, when I'm talking to my friends, even then sometimes I get distracted, especially when people are on during meetings or just in person on their phones constantly or touching their phones constantly. And it gets me so anxious because I'm like, what is going on? And it kind of gives you that FOMO effect, the, um, the fear of missing out, that effect that you're not up to date. And then when you do, when you do kind of distinguish social media away from your life, you suddenly feel like you missed out on the whole world. But let me tell you that that is not the case and it's okay to take breaks from social media and it's okay to put your phone on mute, to turn off those notifications, to not constantly be on it and maybe tell your friends as well to not constantly be on it. And for me, that is hard because activism is so active on social media that I have to kind of have my notifications on for Zoom calls, for Slack channel, for Trello. Like I need those notifications because I need to know when my meetings are going on. But in other situations, I try my hardest, my best to kind of just observe my surroundings, to be present and Another factor is that I do think a lot, like right now I'm kind of rambling, I apologize, I do ramble a lot, and so I think a lot in my head while I'm in conversations with other people and I need to stop that, I need to be present. Um, so that is one intention of mine. So moving on 
to intuition. Intuition, Umi explained it as this higher self version of you, your inner child, the voice that isn't um, swayed by societal standards because we're exposed to so much information and we have information at the touch of a button. We are influenced by that and we're conditioned by that. So we check ourselves when we hear a thought or when we think a thought. We think, oh, don't say that or oh, don't do that because that's not normal. That's not, you know, what we consider societally right. But who makes up society? Who makes up society? You do. I do. We all do. So in a sense, your intuition is kind of like your flight or fight instinct. And yes, your intuition. I do want to say that if you do not really trust your intuition or you don't really know yourself, it can be harmful. It can lead you to do certain things that either harm yourself or others. But when you listen to yourself in situations like you see someone across the room and let's say you're thinking, oh wow, um, I want to go talk to them because maybe they need someone to talk to, but the anxiety gets to you and you think, oh no, that's weird. Like That's kind of societally weird. You can't just walk up to someone because you're a stranger and that's kind of weird. We're kind of conditioned to do that. In high school, we kind of get into these little cliques, but once you branch out, you realize that it's not weird at all. It's okay to approach people in a very consensual way like you know asking them hey is it okay if i sit here and they say yes then yeah maybe it is okay to talk to them and even though you're a stranger at that moment you can become friends by connecting with them and so that's your intuition telling you to make that person's day make a new friend make a new connection and that's listening to yourself and reminding yourself that okay Yes, I'm anxious. Yes, I'm nervous to approach someone new. But, you know, if things go well, then hey, I get a new friend. If things go badly, I can just apologize and leave. And so that is kind of your intuition. And I wanted to close this episode off because I explained what intentions and intuitions are. And I wanted to ask you, what does your intentional intuition look like? Like, what does it feel like? How will you use your intentional intuition? And that's, um, these questions are being asked to you because I want, of course, more art submissions because Buy For You is an online platform and I want to really center the voice of yours. If you have an identity that you want to expose us to because I feel like education is a very important aspect in our lives for us to really understand each other and the individual and the human beings in this world. Art is one of those things because it exposes us and it makes us really think and I want those questions to kind of guide you in intuitive sense where you create something that truly speaks to you and can speak to all of us you can at buy you for you that's b-y-u-f-o-r-u dot weebly w-e-e-b-l-y dot com so that's buy you for you dot weebly dot com and you can submit anything on there 
from poetry to creative writing to photography, videos, short films, um, scripts, dancing videos, singing videos, audios, anything. So feel free to share your thoughts. And I just wanted to say thank you for sharing the space and listening to me. This was Kaylin with Bayou For You's Life's a Peach podcast. Mm-hmm.